Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, Santa, you could win in APCO's Cash for Chrissy competition. That's right, APCO Joe. There's 1K to brighten your day. And 1K to give away to a mate for Christmas. APCO's Cash for Chrissy on now at APCO. <laughs> Joining us now on the overnight crowd, it is time to look at the Super Netball with Sarah Wildy from the edge of the crowd. Sarah, thanks for joining us again tonight. Thanks for having me again. Good to be back in busy week of netball. So, yeah, good to break down the first four games. That's it because we'll remind everyone again at the end of this that the next we've, – we've got the whole round starting again on Tuesday. So let's work our way backwards from Saturday round three. It was Vixens versus Giants, 64 to 52, the Vixens got up. Yeah, they certainly did. It was a, a fairly close first quarter and then the Vixens really did pull away and they really pushed it out in the second and the fourth quarter as they're winning both of those. The Giants, to be fair, are, have a lot of players recovering from COVID and I think that that might have played a role. They sort of faded out towards both halves and I just don't think they were quite up to the fitness levels of the Vixens this week. And I think the new combo of Conwenda and Austin in the golf circle for the Vixens, I think that one's hitting its straps as well. So that was really nice to see. It's going to be a really interesting part of all of this, the codes at the moment, but that recovery from COVID, it seems <laughs> to be, we, we've followed through the AFLW, we're seeing it happen with AFL men's at the moment that um, some particular players say that, you know, the first game back, it just burns their lungs out immediately. Well, yeah, I think uh, Jamie Lee Price, centre for the Giants, was talking on uh, at the halftime in the broadcast and she was just saying, like, I'm just gassed. I, I um, have to find something else for the second half. But, yeah, she was really struggling to, to find her breath there after the first half. And I, I think that that's something that, all the teams at some point are going to have to deal with, but it's the Giants first up and they're sort of seeing how it's playing out for them. And having so many out with COVID over the past two weeks, it certainly has given them a big challenge in terms of finding finding players to cover those positions. And they just really couldn't go another week without having those players back. Yeah, and the uh, Swifts came over the top of the Magpies at Ken Roswell Arena on Saturday. Uh, what did you make of that game? Yeah, definitely a, a close one to begin with, but the Swifts definitely pulled away there. It was um, quite an interesting matchup going in because neither team had won a game yet in the season, but the Swifts really showed the reigning premiers that they they are um, they're still up there. They've got to find some form, and Sophie Fawn is definitely making a name for herself at goal shooter, and I'm I'm super keen to see if she can snag that permanent replacement position. But yeah, the Magpies just didn't really have it in them. And I think I saw um, this round. Was this round titled Heritage Round for the Super Bowl? Yes, it was. Because I think I saw some good things from the Swifts um, acknowledging their their heritage, I suppose. Yeah, absolutely. They wore their yellow dress as well, which is a nod to their their first um, Uh dresses. They were yellow and I think it's a blue or something like that. Yeah, they were full yellow um, and they had, yeah, all of their... 
think it's now 103, maybe 104 in the past couple of weeks. I can't quite remember. They've had so many debutants over the first couple of rounds. But uh, the, the, that's the number of players that they've had placed at the club. Um, and they had all of them represented by a up-and-coming New South Wales player um, on court holding a number that represented yeah, a player. And they were wearing those, as I said, heritage dresses and yeah, just a, a great game to celebrate. Um, and the T-Birds did something similar in Adelaide. Uh, it, uh, yeah, I loved it. I, I saw the Swifts one. I didn't catch the Thunderbirds one, but I did definitely see the Swifts one. Uh, moving on to Sunday, we had the Firebirds take on the West Coast Fever. Bray and I are both uh, from West <laughs> Australia, so we both sit on the, the Fever sideline. 77 to 69 victors, victory to the Fever. Yeah, this was a, the matchup of the round going in, I thought. Um the Firebirds are pretty well placed off the first couple of rounds and the Fever just look like they're unstoppable. Um, but the Firebirds really took it up to them in the first half. I was really impressed with the Firebirds and their contest. I really loved seeing Aesiro Brown take on Janelle Fowler down in the goal circle. I thought she did an incredible job there and it was a very tough and, and heated matchup uh, between the pair. And we also saw Pittman get on court for the, the flea for this <laughs> week instead of the Giants last week. So that was something interesting. Um, but yeah, the Firebirds, they, they put it out there in the first half, but the fever just really ran over the top of them. Yeah, and you thought that was going to be match of the round. Well, just about match of the round came in the game after that with the Thunderbirds and Lightning at uh, the Adelaide Netball Centre. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> this is not what I expected to be the match of the round or the closest match by any stretch, but the Lightning really showed up in Adelaide and I was quite disappointed in the end because they ended up getting the win over the T-Birds. But these two teams have had three in a row decided by one goal, two last year and then the first one this year. There's something about their co- their competitiveness between the two sides. They're just so evenly matched. Um, but yeah, look, this time it was the Lightning that, that got on the board for the fir- their first win of the season. But... They seem to come with a different energy and I really loved them backing Riley Batchelor in to finish the game off and to sink the two-point winner. Um, and props to Laura Sherian. She played her 100th game for the in the Super Netball um, Domestic League and she needed some pickle juice to get her through, but she got there. God, the pickle juice. What did we used to do before pickle juice was remembered as something to drink, but it never looks pleasant for any person when they suck back the pickle juice. Oh, no. It just makes it makes my skin crawl. Um, if we look at the ladder at the end of round three, you've got the Fever and the Vixens. They're 3-0, and both undefeated sides. And down the bottom, we've got the Magpies struggling to find their first win of the season. What do you make of the ladder so far? I think we're starting to see it spread out a little bit. I think the Fever and Vixens, we, going into the season, thought that would be the two strongest teams. So I'm not surprised that they're 3-0 and and good on them for starting the season so strong. But I think the surprise is the fact that the Thunderbirds and the Firebirds are both in the top four at the moment. And I, I don't know whether we expect them to stay up there for the whole season, but at the moment they're certainly showing that they can compete and that they're, they're sort of around that top four level. So, yeah, unfortunately for the Magpies, they are still winless. But who knows, maybe, maybe against the Lightning this week on Wednesday they might have a chance. But, yeah, good to see the Lightning get on the board at least. Yeah, and you've mentioned it's a very, very short turnaround to round four, mm-hmm. the beginning Tuesday night, uh, six o'clock Eastern time with the Vixens and Fever. Uh, what's the, who do you think will come out on top here? Well, this, this is going to actually decide who is staying on top as yeah. 4-0 and who, who's not going to be walking home with another win. Uh, I, I do think the Fever are a better place here, but the tight turnaround and the travel, they've gone from 
uh, Queensland down to Melbourne for this one could be interesting. They should get back uh, Alice T. Neal, but from COVID, but I'm not sure if she will play full game time or anything like that. But yeah, it, it's going to be an interesting one. I'll tip the fever, but I'm not not with that much confidence. Part, partly sitting on the fence, one leg dangling yeah. <laughs> a little bit more slightly into the fever. Uh, the other game on the Tuesday will be Giants and Firebirds. Where do you think this one will go? Yeah, this one's a, an interesting one. I think the Giants will be better for their uh, game on the weekend. But again, that the COVID factor could come back to bite them given the tight turnaround. And with the Firebirds firing as they are, I really do think that this is the Firebirds' um, best chance at really stamping their feet and going, well, we're actually going to compete this year and we're going to be in the top four and you will need to find something else to beat us because I did not see the Firebirds starting so strong at the beginning of the year. Um, I'll tip the Firebirds, but it's only because of the COVID factor, I reckon. Well, it's great to talk to you always about the Super Netty uh, being Big rounds, three rounds so far, and by the next time we speak to you, round four and round five will have been completed, and we really appreciate your time here on The Overnight Crowd. Thanks for having me, Jen and Bray. (laughs) It's been great to talk to Sarah Wildey from The Edge of the Crowd. Uh, You can check out her work there by going to edgeofthecrowd.com. Au more time for your calls and your texts after this one three hundred seven three six seven three six and o four double three ninety eight eleven sixteen is the text line. Get in touch, Jen and Bray. Back with you in just a moment. Sometimes needing new tyres can catch us by surprise. That's why tyre power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit tyrepower.com.au or call thirteen twenty one ninety one.